Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the, the shit, shit show. show. Hola! Bienvenido! <laughs> You stole the only two words I know, Amy. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I could pull the, the Rango. He's like, if you want romance, hola. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode 32. <laughs> 32? 32. <clears throat> this is the episode where Lexi has, like, no voice and probably is going to sound like Brick Tamlin when she laughs. You're welcome. <laughs> I've come to peace with it. It's been all weekend. I just can't seem to get over this. I'm not sick. I just don't have a voice. And it only comes back for half a sip of coffee and then it's gone again. <laughs> it's probably just the weather change, you know? Yeah. It do it's be that weather over here. It's cooler over there, isn't it? Sometimes. Sometimes it's like a summer day in the middle of fall, and then some days it's like, are we are we doing it? Is it winter now? <laughs> um, Amy? Lexi? I am totally freaking out. About what? My, oh, my oldest is gonna be a ten-year-old. I know. In a week. And I'm not okay. He's getting so big. That means a decade of momming. Holy cannolis. Yes, you have been momming longer than I have. <laughs> That's just wild. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that two years didn't make much difference, I promise. Paw Patrol didn't go anywhere, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Welcome <laughs> to the shit show, Amy. I mean, welcome eight years ago to the shit show. Paw Patrol becomes that thing you incessantly mock. When it comes back on, you're like, Paw Patrol! <laughs> Paw Patrol! <laughs> Fuck off, Chase. <laughs> so, I remember when he was still little, when you were dating my brother. How old was he when you were dating my brother? Like, three? He was three. Yeah. Uh, I think he was like two and a half, almost three, right? Like you guys were still together when he turned three. Yep. He sure was. Because that's when we did the cupcake birthday party with all the Halloween costumes, if you remember. Yes, yes. My my baby was little. She was very little. She um, was very little. I think you still dressed her up, though. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Your little squishy baby all dressed up. <laughs> Oh, and that was still before we were even friends. I know. <laughs> what a waste of time that was. We should have kickstarted this years ago, girl. <laughs> what were we doing? <laughs> years of academy training wasted. Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so great. Anywho, so yeah, he's getting big. He is, and I'm not ready. Like, I thought I could handle it, right? I thought I could handle it, and then I started thinking about all the things that 10-year-olds do. And honestly, it wasn't until I, put, I made the connection. Okay, so 
I know that South Park is a cartoon and it's the most obnoxious version of this reality to look at, but my brain meandered, you see, and it meandered on, he's a South Park aged kid now. (laughs) He's the same age as the kids in that show. And now I'm terrified. And they're shitheads. <laughs> Look at, like, like episode three of the whole show, one of the kids has an anal probe. Like, I mean, don't, don't use that show for a real reference, ever. I made the mistake. <laughs> I can't turn back now. I'm afraid he's just going to turn into a mouthy little Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's a sweetheart. He really is. But damn it, sometimes I'm like, please don't be Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Cartman. Well, I hope he's not Stan either, because that means I married Randy Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but yeah, so we are doing his second, or third, we are doing his third Halloween-themed birthday, because he's a Halloween baby. And he is excited. He's building his own costume. I really tried to sell him on that Harry Potter party, Amy. I really did. I was ready. (laughs) I was going to go all over the top with it. But he said no. Yeah, he goes, actually, Mom, if we could, as long as it doesn't offend you. I'm like, dude, it's your birthday. What? (laughs) He's like, I would really like it if we could do a Need for Speed themed. And I was Need like, for speed, of course. I'm like, that would be pretty cool. And he goes, but we can still dress up for Halloween. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> all right, you got it, kid. <sighs> and since it's COVID season, we get to figure out what what to do with that. Yeah. How do we even birthday party through that? I know my daughter's birthday is next month, and I'm just like, ah, eh, shit. It's a wild one, let me tell ya. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm just gonna be looking out for super sick looking people. Because for some reason, in this fucking day and age, parents just don't respect that boundary. Like, I know, I get it. Our kids, we will, will they, we will always get sick, okay? Germs are inevitable. Especially However, when they get around other kids, because different yep. kids have different germs. So, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and it's not the germs, you know. Like I understand where the cold originates from. It's when you're already sick. Right. When the kid is like super duper freaking sick, and like the mom's just gonna bring him to play at the play place anyway. Like right? no, he's throwing up down the slide. Like stop. Right. <laughs> I may have witnessed that one once. <laughs> <laughs> leave your freaking kids home make different plans if if we're sick those other plans should be canceled or put on hold right and that's what frustrates me about hosting a birthday party because i'm over here like man i hope one of these moms does not have the audacity to covid my house <laughs> have temp checks at the door <laughs> i thought about it i did and i was like man that's too much <laughs> Like, honestly, though, I can't be door patrol. I'll get exhausted before the party even starts, man. Door patrol. Door patrol. (laughs) Fuck this shit. I'm over it. (laughs) But what makes me mad is every time I make plans, my kids get sick. 
That too. Oh my god, like, my they're kids fine. always managed to pull out germs when right? we got stuff to do. So right? like I can see both sides of the coin. I definitely can. I just like there's sniffles and there's coughs and then there's COVID. Right. Don't be coming to my house when you don't even know if you're contagious on a bad level. I don't care <laughs> if we get sniffles and coughs. It'll only be the billionth time in this motherhood. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've had so many runny noses. I've had so many sniffly nights. I've had so many diarrhea-induced gross days as mother. I yes. get it. But I've been damn it. projectile vomited on. If we're streaming, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> My daughter almost pooped on me once, like, it was projectile di- diarrhea. <laughs> Did you know that that's a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, I know that's a thing. And, and, <laughs> and because of my wonderful almost 10-year-old. It was years ago, but I'm still scarred from it. Yes, it was my oldest as well. <laughs> You never really come back. You're always no. changed from that. You're like, oh my god, it can be put behind force. That's I literally scary. like narrowly escaped with my life. I almost got a shit ton of shit on me, and instead I moved out of the way at just the right time, and instead it got plastered all over the wall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> you're like, you're like Neo. But the grossest version yes, of that story I ever. Was like, ah. <laughs> I hope you were internally screaming because you shouldn't have your mouth open when there's no, projectile no. diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, and she farted, and then I seen the pucker, and I was like, nope. <laughs> You're like, oh god, oh god, it's got a friend, it's got a friend. <laughs> it was when she was a little baby still, and I had her on the changing table. <laughs> Yeah, that happened with my oldest, too. Um, He was only like, okay, so when he was first born, uh, he had some breathing complications and some pooping complications. So he was in the NICU for a week, the first week of his life. When we came home, it was probably like a week after we got home that this happened. So he's only like two weeks old. He's a super teeny tiny baby. With a big old head. With a, oh my gosh, it's the most ridiculous sized head. I don't even know how he was holding it up that little. I'm like, dang, you got neck muscles for days. He's more ripped than the rock. Like, how big his head was. (laughs) I mean, he's got a big head now, but he's growing into it, you know? But as a baby, he could barely keep his head up. He would, like, he would always be looking at you, like, basically down his nose at you. (laughs) Yep. Good. Youngest did the same thing. They both did it. I watched them both go through that. It was the best. I loved it. Although my oldest definitely has that 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 cranium, bro. <laughs> <laughs> big brain boy over there. Whereas my youngest, I mean, he's still got a big head, but it ain't got nothing on me it, and my oldest. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, so I uh, I had gone to take a shower while he was taking a nap. And I come back out. And he's crying, and I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. You know, that that postpartum guilt you feel for everything you do for yourself. Right. So I'm, like, feeling awful because I think he's upset that I abandoned him, right? So I go and flip on my light to see this chocolate monster. Oh, not chocolate. It was not chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) It was on his hands. It was inches away from his mouth, eyes, and nose. Um. It was in all of his hair. 
Um, what happened was he had to blow out three ways, and he was uh. in one of those snuggy wrap things. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I had to remove my kid from a poop pocket. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done as a mom, still it to date. It was a pocket of poop. And I'm almost a decade in, and I can still say that was single-handedly the worst motherhood day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So I'm just nervous now because my little man's trying to be a whole man. <sighs> yeah. One day. He is a little man. A, I know. A little big man. Now... He can go with a grocery list and go get groceries for me. He's so grown. I've been having a time embracing my decade of motherhood. Turns out I just learned to Pee Wee Herman it and freak out. (laughs) 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 How's your week gone, Amy? Any craziness to report? Have you seen any ferals about? Um, I seen something that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, delivering my last order of the night last week, and um, it's at these like it's like one big building, but there's like four separate apartments, right? So it's like this address is. 2100 or whatever right and then it has a b c or d and they go like a is around the back and b is in the front and then c is next to b and d is around back (laughs) i don't know it's weird anyway i don't the 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 room the buildings don't seem to be very big so i feel like there are probably only like one bedroom apartments right yeah um, but anyway, so the one that I delivered to had like <clears throat> had floor to ceiling windows and had like a blind thing. <laughs> it rolls up and down, not left to right. So like pull down blinds? Sure, why not? <laughs> they're, no, they're I have not, no like... idea how to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Amy. <laughs> anyway, so she didn't have them rolled down all the way, so I could uh, see her feet. I can see her sitting on her couch, and I set down her order, and I knock on the door, and I step back, and I start walking away like I normally do, but like. After I knock on the door and I step back, I can see her just kind of, like, melt into the floor from her couch. (laughs) 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 And then she just starts, like, crawling across the floor right next to the window. (laughs) What? And then she opens the door and then she stands up. <laughs> and so I'm just like standing there. I'm like, I am here for this. <laughs> Did you just passionately army crawl to me for your food right now? <laughs> like, oh, it was you all hungry, like, hungry, huh? <laughs> it was like super slow motion. It was just the fucking best. She, d- she was sitting in her seat and she just melts into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> And then she just slowly (laughs) 
walks like a fucking dog on all fours to the door. <laughs> That's hilarious. Opens the door and then stands up and then she sees me standing there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And and we just lock eyes, and she was like, "Sorry about." That. I was like, "Do not apologize. That was probably the best thing that I've seen all day." <laughs> You're like, "This is gonna be the highlight of my shift. I just know it." <laughs> I was like, "That's fantastic. Well, that was the best." <laughs> I want to high five you, but COVID and all. <laughs> I'm like. Are you taking acid right now? Because I have a feeling that you're taking acid right now. Uh, is there psychedelics in the mix? Is that <laughs> what's happening here? ecstasy in there. Is that why you literally just melted into your floor? <laughs> with witnesses? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing and I, I loved it. I was there for every second of it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> And so then we just started laughing together like I had tears rolling rolling down my eyes. <laughs> down my face, I guess, not down my eyes. <laughs> uh so that was fun. Um the the youngest, the the 5-year-old, she finally got to start going back to school today. So I'm excited because she she's going back to school on Mondays and Monday and Tuesday this week. And then next week, my oldest will also be going back to school. So a week from today, my kids are finally going to be going to school again. <laughs> and I only have to deal with e-learning half of the time now. And I'm just like, oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So I'm just ready for the next stage of getting back to normal or whatever that may be, you know? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So yeah, it's about all I have. So does that mean it's in the news time? Time for in the news. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes, things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Amy, what is your news article this week? My news article comes from Newsweek. Man opens fire at KFC after being given wrong fast food order. Jesus fucking Christ. Who does that? Where was the buffer in that, Amy? You didn't say <laughs> buckle up or nothing. You said, all right, we're driving. <laughs> we go into the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to stay home with that headliner, actually. I know, thank you. A no. <laughs> it's a no from me. Jesus. So, um, this article actually talks about three separate instances of people being violent with fast food employees for no fucking reason. <laughs> See, we've talked about this so much this year. Y'all need to chill out. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, I get it. 
you've had a long day. It's been a long year for all of us, but stop taking it out on the Taco Bell employee who forgot your sauce packets. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't take it out on the KFC employee for mixing up an order when you're one of 15 cars. It's really not that not I know that, that that's the case, but it's really not. <laughs> You know what? I got McDonald's for dinner last night. They messed up my order. Do you know what I did? I called them and went back up there and they replaced it for free. And then I told them, thank you. (laughs) What the fuck have people been doing? (laughs) Oh my god. Sorry, Amy. You pulled the rant passion out of me. I'm... Knock it off, people. <laughs> You're like, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> um, I just want to, before I start reading, I just want to um, say what the tags are for the article because it's kind of funny. Um, there are five tags for this article. News, KFC, shooting, fast food, and bullets. <laughs> bang, bang, bullet, bullet, chicken. No, that's not how that goes, Amy. <laughs> Bang, bang, bullet, bullet, pew. <laughs> Not chicken. There's a thing wrong here. I would What's have loved on? if chicken was one of the tags. And we said it's just KFC. <laughs> right? That'd be hilarious. It should. Chicken. <laughs> Next to bullets. <laughs> anyway, all right. Police are hunting for a man who allegedly fired shots into a KFC drive-thru in Tennessee after being given the wrong order. Jesus fucking Christ. Like <laughs> Detectives <sighs> said a man in a gray Freightliner semi-truck pulled up at the fast food outlet in Memphis and placed an order at the drive-thru window on Saturday. They said he initially drove off after received the order, but later returned to the window demanding a refund, saying he had been given the wrong food. The cashier handed over the money, and the man then pulled away before firing gunshots into the building. Jesus Christ. Though no one was injured (sighs) during the incident, police said the bullets shattered glass and damaged several walls. Now, Memphis Police Department has issued video stills of the man on its Facebook. The shooting is the latest in a series of violent incidents that have taken place at fast food outlets during the COVID-19 pandemic. Two weeks ago, Newsweek reported how a mother had been caught on camera threatening staff at a McDonald's after they forgot to give her ketchup. See? The mother was filmed as she launched a vicious tirade at staff working at a drive-thru in Belgium. During the clip posted to Twitter, the woman goes up to the order hatch and starts shouting and pointing her finger, demanding ketchup as it's, oh, in in Europe, apparently they call ketchup sauce. Oh. (laughs) Like they call it ketchup sauce? No, they just call it sauce. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> well that's weird I mean different different places different things <laughs> yeah you know just like how a cart and a buggy are the same thing right um, two people sitting in a car recorded the clip on a mobile phone the video captured her shouting that she had repeatedly asked staff whether the order was complete and been assured that it was before she left 
However, the mother said that as she started driving all the way back to her home with her children, one of them discovered that the sauce was missing. <laughs> During the tirade, the woman hurled insults at staff, calling one man a dirty son of a whore and addressing other staff members as dirty whores. I mean, do you have any other insults, maybe? You forgot my ketchup, you dirty son of a whore. You're all the same. You're all dirty all whores. <laughs> He's a Wash dirty out. son of a whore. The rest of you are dirty whores. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. In a separate incident last month, a woman was jailed after she climbed through the window of a McDonald's drive-thru and attacked three employees because she did not get a cookie. I mean, I understand the want to throw a fit over a cookie. As a three-year-old, maybe. Yeah, but you can't actually if you're a grown-ass adult, okay? I get it. I want cookies, too. But don't act like a fucking kid. <laughs> like a toddler. Let me let me rephrase. Don't act like a damn toddler over it. You're a grown ass woman. You don't get to throw a fit over a fucking cookie. I said it. Anyway. I said it. I'm not unsaying it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Daja Tucker. Sure, that's what we're going with. D A J A. Deja. Deja. There we go. Yeah, that's Deja. Deja. Like deja vu. Deja Tucker struck at the fast food outlet in Ohio, spitting at one employee who had been handing out free food to first responders on duty during the COVID crisis. Tucker was jailed for 90 days following the attack, which was described as shocking. Over a fucking cookie. Um... In a video played to the court, Tucker can be seen attacking the young employees. Um, the judge found her guilty of attempted assault and criminal damage as part of a plea deal. He told her, and because you didn't get a cookie, you come through the window and do this. Absolutely inexcusable. <laughs> Boom. Absolutely. <laughs> Who does that? grown-ass hmm. people? <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot more of them that are making me realize it, it, age is not the, the limit. It's a maturity thing. <laughs> you really gotta want to grow up. Right. Age does not equal experience, unfortunately. Right. It can, but it doesn't always. <laughs> Trust me, I've met, I've met some really, like, I remember there was this one guy from the store. He was very, very, very immature. <laughs> he would sound smart, but he didn't have any understanding, like a basic understanding of boundaries or respect or decency. Ugh. That's why I gave him the same. <laughs> I gave him a taste of his own medicine, and I was his least favorite. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> yes. You don't like being treated like shit. <laughs> hmm. I wonder Turns if out- there's any way that we could fix this. Hmm. If only there was something that could be done. Hmm. <laughs> God, what is wrong with people though? Like, 
For real. Shooting into a fast food place because of a wrong order. Right? And, like, he comes and he says, hey, this isn't the wrong order. This, is this isn't the right order. I want a refund. They give him a refund. So what does he do? Shoots into the fucking restaurant? What if somebody got killed? Like, like what would you have done? You would be going to jail. I don't even know jail. if there's a thought there. This is so, so uncalled for. Like, don't let five seconds of rage ruin five years of your life. Well, if you kill somebody, it's a lot more than that. I mean, you are absolutely right. <laughs> don't let five mo- uh, don't let a moment of rage ruin your life. Let me let me not put time limits on there because I feel like he probably pulled that trigger pretty quick and dipped out. <sighs> Honestly, you would have had to have, you know. But what, like, they helped you. They right? did what you wanted. Exactly. What is your problem now? You're just a P.O.S. And that's the bottom line. Yep. And I hope you're caught. And I hope you get a flat tire. Because <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ugh. So that's my news article. <laughs> I wish I could say mine was much better. It's just a lot less bullety. <laughs> <laughs> less bullets. Is there less chicken? The, uh, mm, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my article comes from the daily dot and um it's titled male karen goes on homophobic rant at a marshall's oh jesus christ yep and it's directly quoted he says you dumb fucking fag, what's your problem oh yeah that sounds pretty homophobic to me sure hmm. does okay With the glut of Karen and Ken outbursts circulating on social media in recent months, it's hard for one public meltdown to stand out from the rest. Isn't Uh, that the truth? (laughs) But that's not so for Tim Gaskin, a former LGBTQ talk show host who went on a homophobic rant in a Marshalls department store in San Francisco and appeared to whip his penis out after an employee confronted him. Oh! (laughs) That's an acceptable response. Okay, so I don't know if I'm saying this name right. Sorry if I butcher it, y'all. Pavel Polinich shared Gaskin's tantrum on his Karen's Going Wild Twitter account. It's (laughs) at Pavel News, or at Pavel P News. Hey, um, you, you with the Karen's Gone Wild Twitter account, you need to get a hold of us. (laughs) Seriously. Come Seriously. be on our podcast. <laughs> Please. Because I feel like we could definitely relate. Hmm. Yes. We have also seen Karens go wild. Many times. Full on feral, even. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um. So I posted that on his Karens Going Wild account, and it's doing big numbers on the subreddit Public Freakout. Uh, earning over 67,000 upvotes at the time of this writing. The video begins with a maskless Gaskin cursing out a Marshall's employee and using a homophobic slur. You dumb fucking f- it, what's your problem? Gaskin asks. Nope. When the employee tells Gaskin he can't use that kind of language, Gaskin threatens to sue the store for $75,000 if they for, kick him out. For what? For kicking him out? You can't... <laughs> I'm going to just automatically say that it's $75,000 for you to kick me out. (laughs) Imagine 
just imagine, like, you're out in public, and, like, you see me, and I trip and fall, and I'm like, I'm suing! $75,000! That's how stupid you look, Mr. Gaskin. <laughs> That's not how this works, alright? <laughs> so he cites protections from the Freedom to Breathe Agency, which is not an actual government agency, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there are those, you know fun anti-mask initiates or whatever. The Freedom to Breathe Agency. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of... <laughs> that was a really good comical fart sound. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was like a sound clip level fart sound. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's how much shit that was. Good God. <laughs> Freedom All to Breathe. All the shit. <laughs> Gaskin further argues that it's a health code violation to deny service based on someone's disability. Another false claim, as the Americans with Disabilities Act does not provide a blanket exemption to people with disabilities from complying with legitimate safety requirements necessary for safe operations, per the Department of Justice's website. (laughs) (laughs) After more threats from Gaskin, uh, the marshal's employee asks for his name. At which point, Gaskin sexually harasses the staff by unzipping his pants and staring at the camera. Look up the law and put this video right next to the law, Gaskin says. Here's the law and here's the idiot that filmed me. It's going to be a whole epiphany for you. (laughs) (laughs) As if the video weren't enough to make make Gaskin a certifiable asshole, his professional history also makes him a bit of a hypocrite. In 2004, Gaskin began hosting a public access show called Outspoken that covered LGBTQ issues in San Francisco. According to his LinkedIn, Gaskin also served as editor-in-chief of Benefit, a lifestyle magazine focused on volunteerism and philanthropy from 2009 to 2011. (laughs) Despite... Despite his media background, he seemed woefully unaware of the viral potential of his freakout. Five people are going to see it. He said, hey, five people. Hey. (laughs) Go ahead and add all our listeners to those five. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. Are we in sixth grade? (laughs) What is this? Burn. (laughs) Go. Like, stop. Shut up. Sit down. You're stupid. Put your stuff back in your pants. Nobody wants to see it. For $75,000. Nobody wants to see it for free. You need to pay people no, to I'm see it. No, I'm saying his lawsuit, remember? Because oh, he was yes. going to sue for being kicked out. So, uh, yeah, he can have fun with that lawsuit for $75,000 for whipping <laughs> it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's sir. Illegal. You whipped out your penis in public. That's <laughs> On legitimately camera. a law you just broke. <laughs> On camera. <laughs> we have viral evidence. Like, it's not even kind of evidence. We all seen More you than five it. people seen it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and let's tell you, we had to get out the microscope. <laughs> I didn't even bother. <laughs> we were almost twins. No, I'm just kidding. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So is it tea time, Lexi? Tea time. Clink. All right. So, Amy, are you ready? Sure am. Okay. My first story is titled Lemon Lady. Lemon Lady. 
All right. I work in a produce department, and this happened to me a couple years ago. This happened sometime over the summer, if I remember right, which typically isn't citrus season for the United States. This lady comes up to me and starts going off on me on lemon prices, and this is how the conversation went. She says, you know, I refuse to pay $1.25 for a single lemon. Okay. So I say, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, sorry about that, ma'am, but I have no control over the prices, and we have to <laughs> import these since it's not citrus season. Well, I live in California, and half of the year, I have a, or sorry, I live in California half of the year, and I have a lemon tree in my yard, and you know how many lemons grow on a lemon tree? I don't know, probably a lot. She then just looks at me like a chameleon, because both of her eyes went in different directions. (laughs) And continues. (laughs) She says, Well, if I were your manager, I'd be at a loss for how much you sell those lemons. I wanted to say to her, Well, we seem to sell plenty of them, so I think we're okay. But instead, I opted for, okay, Okay. sorry, but you have a nice day. (laughs) This is something that I have no fucking control over. (laughs) I'm mad at you because of this. (laughs) That's great. What? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Sorry, I know that was a short one, but it makes me giggle. Oh, no, wait, come back. (laughs) I'll miss you. (laughs) Did I actually fade out my voice? Or did I never put a full effort into it? (laughs) The world will never know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, Amy, what's your first story? All right. So now I have to do your job? (laughs) No. (laughs) This happened two weeks ago, and it's just entirely stupid. (laughs) I mean, it definitely sounds entirely stupid, yeah. (laughs) Basically, we have a returns policy of 28 days on our clothes and some goods, no underwear or makeup. When coming back from lockdown, we extended our policy an extra 28 days for anybody who purchased anything that would have gone into the time that we had closed. We had two lockdowns, one in March and then a local city lockdown in June for two to four weeks. So we reopened in early to mid-July. That's important to remember. Okay. (laughs) Note taken. (laughs) We opened in (laughs) mid-July. A guy comes to my counter with two receipts. One that was within date and one from July 27th. I explained to the man I couldn't do the July receipt because it was out of date, to which he responds, but we were in lockdown. (laughs) Not in July 27th, we weren't. (laughs) July 27th, we were open. We were not in lockdown. (laughs) Naturally, if a customer becomes questionable, I just get my supervisor involved because sometimes I feel as if the customer listens more to higher positions. It's just this, Agreed. this is true, yes. Agreed. <laughs> You're like they really you know like what? until I'm you sound like even. you have an authoritative title, right. they're like, don't you don't even know your job that you could have been here for five years at. You don't know anything because I came here today with a problem. 
<laughs> but this person is smart. They were just like, nope, could get the manager. <laughs> like, for real. That is a good call. <laughs> Don't even wait for them to ask. Just br- come ready. <laughs> no, just come on. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> um. My supervisor says the same thing, to which the customer again responds, we were in lockdown. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) You put yourself in lockdown there, buddy. At this point, I'm questioning this, thinking, it's October? (laughs) How did he expect to return it when we have a strict policy and we had reopened mid-July which was just in time for him to return his stuff. Plus, he would have had an extra month because of lockdown, meaning he had all of August. But instead waited until October. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, my supervisor decided to get a manager involved to see if they were going to go easy on the customer and let them get away with it. But guess what? My manager said the same thing as me and my supervisor and explained to him he had an extra month to return his things. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she looked at him like he was an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) The customer was getting annoyed now and became sarcastic and said, Wow, great work from company name. Anyway, we managed to at least do his other refund, but by this point, he was pissed. Naturally, with what's been going on this year, our returns system has changed, so customers have to put their returned items behind them, literally right behind them, on these railings or blue box trolleys. So before the transaction ends and his money is returned to him, I tell him to please put his returned items behind him on the railing. He melts down at this point and shouts at me and says, What? So now I have to do your job for you? Oh my god, are you kidding me? Full Karen mode was activated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Karen! Karen oh my mode. goodness. Karen mode. <laughs> so 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 is it a Ken then? I guess. <laughs> I explained to him that due to the recent events I couldn't do it. It was a way of preventing any spreading and making sure everyone is safe. Plus, it's literally right behind you. Come on. <laughs> Quit being an asshole and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> He does it, and when I tell him his total, I kid you not, he throws his credit card at me. Oh my god. I was in disbelief that he did that, so I played it cool, and I said, No, don't give it to me. The card machine is in front of you. (laughs) Damn. I would have not handled that well at all. I would have just looked at him and been like, do you want this to work? You have to comply. I, um, (laughs) working at the movie store, I had a man, like, get super shitty with me, and he threw his fucking credit card at me. And I just looked down at the card, and I looked back at him, and I was like, 
How about we try that again, shall we? Because I'm sure you as a grown man knows what proper protocol is and how to actually act like a, a like a human being. I'm right. not I'm not just somebody that you can just throw your fucking credit card at. No, no. It's not going to happen here. <laughs> he literally like picked it, <laughs> he picked it up and he handed it to me and I was like, "Thank you." If, you, if I was at home, I would let you have a sucker from the candy bowl because you're acting just like my five-year-old. <laughs> Good job. Gold star. <laughs> All the stickers on your sticker chart. Look at you being an adult. Oh, my Yay. goodness. So proud. Oh, my gosh. Um, Our favorite, least favorite. You remember him? The one that hated me and me only for the longest time at the store? <laughs> Lord Moldywort? Yes. Lord Moldywort. Um, <laughs> he legitimately threw change at me one day, and I almost like deactivated his account permanently. I would like I, that wasn't even that wasn't even something I was allowed to do at my level. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you want to be done, done? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I would I would have definitely called after the fact and been like, "Um, can I do this?" <laughs> but uh, in that moment, who girl? My thinking was real hot. <laughs> <laughs> I would have chucked it back out. <laughs> I wanted to. Oh my gosh. I was like, for real. It was like quarters. They yeah. hit me. They hit me in my person. Back up. In my bubble. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Circling back. The transaction finished and he walked off without saying anything. Complete. Idiot. If he was thinking of getting away with returning something that was four months out of date, he had another thing coming. The funny thing was, is that he was with his daughter and he acted more like a teenager than her. <laughs> so, that was my story. What is your... You got another story? <laughs> I sure do. You want to hear it? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> loving the enthusiasm yes all right you ready for the title yes you want me to pour cold water to melt the ice what um <laughs> that's what it's called <laughs> you want me to pour cold water to melt the ice <laughs> what <laughs> yep <laughs> all right so background when I was 16 while working as a bagger in the grocery store, we got a new manager. We will call her Elisa. Elisa has a very, I'm right and you're wrong kind of attitude. She didn't care if she was in the wrong, but you better do what she told you until she changed her mind. <laughs> Fun. Yes, those are the um, best. You ever had a boss like that? Mm. If you spoke out against her, you would end up on her shit list and she would do her best to get you fired. That's the worst. Right. Generally, the bagger is the lowest position in a store. We collect carts from the lot, put away items, stock, clean, bag, and somehow we are always at fault. Cue Elisa. I had an early shift, clocked in, started morning duties, and I heard on the loudspeaker, OP, please come to aisle six. Frozen aisle. Seafood. There is a oval-shaped open air freezer at the end of the aisle. Six compartments, about 20 feet long in total. Uh, one compartment on each end and two in between on each side. About two foot deep 
under the aluminum panels with fans facing out the center, drainage is in the bottom, and freezing air blows out the vents into the merchandise above. Um, sometimes the drainage compartments can clog with ice over time. This is important. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <I> know, <right>? <laughs> we <laughs> just learned all about freezer thingies at the grocery store. Sure did. Because <laughs> they're called freezer thingies. Even after learning about it, Amy, I'm we're, right. we're we're uh, we're lost causes, so <laughs> you know what? It's a beautiful thing sometimes. In this regard, it's okay. In other ways, probably not. Might want to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a good lost cause or a bad lost cause? <laughs> All right. Anyways, I came in and Elisa gives me this smile and asks me to grab a bucket and a scrub brush. We, I was going to pull up the bottom aluminum floor panels at it's the bottom the of the freezer. Wee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By we, I mean you. You're going to do everything, Cinderella. Mm. Um, at the bottom of the freezer and melt the ice that accumulates around the fans. It shouldn't take longer than 30 minutes, she said. Make sure you use cold water since we don't want the temperature sensors to go off. Anything over 42 degrees will set them off and corporate will call. I say, let me make sure I have this right. You want me to fill the bucket with cold water and pour it on the ice in the freezer while the freezer is at 19 degrees Fahrenheit. She stares at me like I'm fucking stupid. (laughs) So I inform her that 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 isn't going to work. The water will freeze and just create a mound of ice. I suggest using hot or practically boiling water while watching the temperature. And she gives me a firm no. And the threat of writing me up if I disobey. (laughs) All right. Right? Okay, I'll do the stupid shit. Okay, I'll do it the stupid way, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do everything that you want to (laughs) do. No, no, no. This will be so much more fun. (laughs) Let's do it your way. (laughs) She says, uh, no, we're going to use cold water. It's a cold thing. Duh, stupid. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. All right. (laughs) So the start of this begin, or I start this whole challenge. I've already figured that no matter what I do, I'm likely to be in trouble. To get the water, I had to fill it in the meat department sink. The meat manager asks what I was up to, and I told the story with all the details. Meat <laughs> I manager had to get cold starts water. <laughs> the meat manager starts scratching his head, and then he heads over to call Elisa. She confirms, and I hear a bit of arguing. <laughs> the meat manager comes back, gives me a smile, and says to do as I was told. He'd back me up. (laughs) So for the next hour, I must have put about 200 gallons of cold water onto the freezer fan. I switched from a two-gallon bucket to a five-gallon. I stopped and moved to the next fan. Each time the compartment was to the brim with ice. I got four compartments done before she came to check on me. Instant rage. Elisa went from white to red real quick. It was also the first time I've heard a manager cuss. What the duck is this? How the duck could you screw up something so simple? What said Elisa. What the duck? <laughs> I said, 
I did exactly what you told me to do. <clears throat> I took buckets of cold water and poured them on the ice around the fans. Right as she said she was going to write me up, the meat manager came over after hearing her cussing. The meat manager saw the ice-filled compartments and mentioned that I should have used hot water. This sent Elisa over the edge. <laughs> up to my office now, you're being written up. The meat manager said what he would do. He stuck up for me. Meat manager mentioned that he double-checked with her what she wanted me to do, and I was complying with her instructions. She went silent for a moment, and it was like her head was going to pop off. She just took a deep breath and muttered out, fix it, and walked away. Fix it. The meat manager gave me an extended industrial hose hooked up to the hot water. The water and meat... Or sorry, the water in the meat department can get up to 140 degrees Fahrenheit to kill bacteria. The ice was gone in 15 minutes, and since apparently the freezer temperature measured as a whole, it never went above 34 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Elisa avoided me for over a week afterward. I knew I was on her shit list for the next eight months. She tried to write me up for the most pitiful reasons. I, vid <clears throat> I was eventually written up. Uh, for leaving nine minutes early with approval from the front-end manager that was friends with Elisa. At that point, I knew I would get fired for crap eventually, and I quit without my two weeks. And I don't blame you. <laughs> that Shit. is fun. <laughs> fun was had yeah. by all. <laughs> by all. <laughs> it's just such a fabulous evening, and everyone is so beautiful, and we're having such an amazing time. This is the <laughs> best time ever. <laughs> Amy, what's your second story? It's called Those Are Bullets. Oh my god, what is your theme here today? <laughs> it's bullets. <laughs> bullets and Ken's, the male Karen. Oh man. <laughs> I work at a I work as a cashier at a hardware store and was sitting down at the lumber registers passing the last couple of hours while sort of training a new cashier. About 5:30 p.m. this customer wanders over and points at a cart with a variety of things and starts rambling about needing sand and Portland cement, but not gravel. Some of his ramblings that I rather, um, that I remember vaguely went something like, so I need sand and Portland cement. And I said, okay, so how many of each? And the customer said, I was going to get concrete, but I already have gravel where there's wood laid out, so I figured I would just use a mixture, but don't know how much I need. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sentence. <laughs> Is it? I, I feel like it was more of a mathematical equation. Are we in algebra right now? <laughs> and I don't I... know what X equals either, fam. <laughs> And I, utterly confused as to how this is relevant, say, uh-huh, so how much do you need? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. But how can I help you, though? <laughs> All right. Here it goes. <clears throat> Customer says, well, if there's a pallet of, like, three or four, can we just get the forklift and, you know, put them into the truck off the pallet? 
But if there's nine bags on the pallet, that's fine, too. I'll take them. I don't know how much I need. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, now it sounds like we have two problems. But it, it the way he delivered it made it kind of like five. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole lot more rambling and nonsense thrown into this, but this is what I can remember while also trying to make sense of it. I could make out the words the guy was saying, but a lot of the time the way he was stringing sentences together made absolutely no sense. So I just mm-hmm. say, okay... <laughs> You're like, is this, are we, is this a conversation? (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) I hate when I get stuck in these situations. (laughs) You're like, uh, I hate that I'm one of those people. I'd like to shine a light on that for a second. I'm sorry, Amy. I don't mean to talk out loud so much. (laughs) So the customer then mumbles something else and then wanders over in the direction of the concrete wall. (laughs) (laughs) so i say to the new cashier well that was weird (laughs) and the new cashier says i couldn't figure out what he wanted he's gotta be on something right (laughs) (laughs) and i say no way i think i know what he wants but i'm not entirely sure so i So I spot the lumber guy and I say, hey, can you go help that customer with concrete? He has no idea what he wants and or needs and I can't figure out what he's trying to say. And maybe you can make some sense out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I literally don't know what he needs. I've asked four times. (laughs) I have no idea. The guy apparently decides on what he wants and decides to check out the cement and sand as well as his basket of random stuff with the other cashier. And at the same time, I got a call telling me the new cashier... Oh, at the same time, I got a call telling me and the new cashier to go on break. So I figured I wouldn't see the guy again. But if that had been the case, I wouldn't have bothered writing this all out. (laughs) 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 Ah, yes. (laughs) Oh, we're getting to it. (laughs) I can tell. I I was feeling kind of warm and fuzzy. (laughs) So we come back from break. The second cashier goes off somewhere else, just leaving me and the new new cashier once again waiting for closing time. Cue the customer from before coming back in and asking to make a payment on his store credit card. I tried to convince the new guy to run the payment so he could get the experience, but he insists he knows how to do it already. Whatever, I'll do it. The customer continues to ramble on and on about something no longer remember. Okay, going on and on about something they can no longer remember and takes some serious coaxing to swipe his credit card because he wasn't listening and kept wanting to put the chip in. Then I had to get the amount he wanted to pay. Turns out he wanted to pay $500. Okay, I put that through and asked for the payment. 
He hands me the most wrinkled, beat-up check I'd ever seen. I attempted to run it through our automatic check reader that usually has no issues running checks and approving them if the account has enough money. But the machine proceeds to try to eat the check because it's so beaten up it got stuck in the machine. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) After some further issues of having to just type in the amount and routing numbers, Oh, the account and routing numbers into the computer, fight with the roll of tape to try to hold the check together long enough <laughs> to get it to run an endorsement on the back. The computer tells me to keep the check. <laughs> That's not normal since we usually just give them right back to customers voided out or the system denies the transaction. Again, whatever. It didn't get denied, so the payment went through, but it wants me to keep the check. (laughs) Then the guy rambles on about Armorall wipes and something about how his car stinks because he removed a seal and it rained when the seal was gone and now he's been dealing with the stink for two weeks or something like that. (laughs) Don't you just love catching a whole lot of life <laughs> stories at the register? Finally. Just you, me, and the register, baby. <laughs> Meet me at the point of sale. <laughs> Finally, the do- the guy gets out the door, and I'm just starting. Oh, and I'm just staring in utter bafflement at my new cashier, as well as the lumber guy and the order picker who helped pick, who helped the customer earlier with the sand and cement who had wandered over. We start talking about the crazy guy who we all agree was definitely on some kind of drug when he suddenly comes back in and heads straight for the new cashier, who was closest and hands him something. (laughs) Wait, this guy left. (laughs) Apparently not, though. Man, were we fooled. I thought we were done after that check disaster. (laughs) So the customer walks up to the new cashier and says, can you throw this away for me? This question is completely normal, even though there's several large trash cans outside. And they say, sure. And the customer says, thanks, I found them in the wall of an AA building. (laughs) What are you? (laughs) What is this? And then he walks Why off. do I need to know? <laughs> everybody. <Damn it. laughs> uh, so then he walks off and everybody actually looks at what he had handed the new cashier because that last statement was weird as hell. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I say, uh, aren't those bullets? <laughs> and the lumber guy says, yeah, rifle rounds. And the new cashier says, um, what do I do with them? (laughs) And the order picker says, we can't actually throw away live ammunition. And I say, no, especially since we compact our trash. I'm glad that guy didn't discover the trash cans outside. Shit, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So... Then we end up having to call the manager on duty. And the manager on duty says, why? And I say, just come, please. It's easier to explain in person than over the phone. 
And the manager on duty says, what's wrong? And I said, just had a cu- just had a customer hand the new cashier some bullets. <laughs> oh, okay. Be right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... The manager on duty came down and took them and then called the non-emergency police line to get them to come down and take them off of him. (laughs) According to the head cashier who came down later to see what had happened, the manager on duty had answered my call, asked what happened, looked utterly confused, and then later said that in the two plus years um, he's worked at this store, that's definitely the weirdest thing he's run across. Uh, yeah. I found these in a wall. (laughs) At an AA building. (laughs) Okay. What? Um, this guy just comes out of fucking nowhere needing cement and sand and leaves bullets? (sighs) (laughs) Like, I want to ask questions, but also this is more of a headache. I have so many just, questions, but it, I don't I have even so know many where questions, to start. Right? It's because there's no place to start from. What <laughs> are you doing here with this thing that <laughs> you need to throw away you? right now? That's Who so are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> God, could you imagine if like they just whatevered it and it just went straight to the trash? Oh, God. They'd have a compactor. <sighs> They would not have a compactor. <laughs> they would eventually not have a compactor. <laughs> Goodbye, compacty days. Dude, honestly though, compactors are scary af. Oh, they I really know. Are. When I was when I was working as a janitor, I worked with one. And I, I would have to dump these like like I had this giant wagon that would hold like 10 bags, full bags of trash. Yeah. And I would have to dump them without also going forward. <laughs> <sighs> We had a compactor at Walmart when I worked there, and it would get fucking stuck all the time. Right. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody's going to get smushed in the compactor one day. <laughs> Do you want to know our foolproof plan? We used a fucking two by four. I mean, it was it was like. Oh, because like that's going to help. <laughs> like a 10 foot long two by four. And you just like harpoon it until it <laughs> clears the way. That's what we did. Oh my god. <laughs> right? It's terrifying. I'm too small. That is a lot of momentum. I have a very little center of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that though, really? Who's just like by the way, here's if you some bullets. Know where I found these cool things here. <laughs> it was at Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> I found them in a wall at an AA building. Like what? Who won? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What does it mean, Basil? First of all, <laughs> where the fuck is. Why were you looking in a wall? <laughs> How do you get in a wall anyway? <laughs> I mean, I could understand if they were like replacing a section of wall and that's how we came across them, but like, that was the creepiest way to approach that situation. Okay? <laughs> Just so you know, if you ever hear this random dude with the bullets, <laughs> you could have done it a lot differently. <laughs> Maybe, you know, called the non-emergency number yourself. 
instead of giving them to a random cashier. Right? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I found these bullets. I'm giving them to you you now. (laughs) When it's so outlandish, it's so outlandish, it seems like planned. You're like, what is your, what is this plan of yours? Why did you do this to me? (laughs) What is with the bullets, bro? Is there a story? Did you shoot them into the AA building? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Uh. Good times. All right. I think I got all my questions out. No more additional questions for me. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, I do have one more. You ready, Amy? Okay. Is it time for them dims? (gasps) Them dims. I didn't do too bad. I was afraid to try singing with half a voice. It was all right. I mean, I'm not going to say Simon Cowell would blush at it, but it's okay. Break out that Kelly Clarkson. Them day, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. We don't have any more ties this week. I know. It was so crazy. That was fantastic having 10 cities in the top four, but good God, that was all. (laughs) I know. It was hard to keep track of. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And guess what? What? Guess what? In first place, Amy, who we got? We got Austin, Texas. Texas is in the top four again. Hey. Welcome Welcome back, Texas. Welcome to the top. But welcome to the first time, Austin. (laughs) Right? And they're in first. I'm loving this. Yeah, they came out I'm of nowhere. I'm glad y'all loving us, too. Keep it Thank going. You. Tell your friends. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. And then in second place, we have Tezistan Jalisco. Mexico. They're still running strong. Yeah. They are still running strong. I'm impressed. <clears throat> All right. Who we got in third place, Amy? Lafayette, Indiana. Hey. How we doing, y'all? Welcome. They're keeping it up. I mean, they've stayed consistently in the top four for the last few weeks. I know, but hello. (laughs) And here's the crazy one for you. Ready for this? In fourth place this week, fallen finally from their reigning supreme championship. Jesus, they were up there for like months. San Jose, California. Yeah. Why y'all slacking? Come hey, back. Hey, get you. back here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We still love Can y'all. Can we just talk about how uh, Tigered is not in the top four? It's because they're Tigered of us <laughs> saying the name wrong. <laughs> they're definitely Tigered of us. <laughs> and our Tigard bullshit. <laughs> we still love you. <laughs> we do. One day, I hope you'll forgive us for this, but um, I can't help myself. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, that wraps up our top four cities. Woo! And here comes Amy with her beautiful quote of the day. My quote this week is, The sun is a daily reminder that we too can rise again from the darkness. That we too can shine in our own light. All right, Master Shredder, damn. <laughs> you right, though. <laughs> you right, you right. <laughs> yes, seriously. Yeah. You can always pick yourself back up from a mistake. 
Always. I know, right? I've only been listening to that advice my whole life. Thank you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We will talk to you later. Yep. Check you next week. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.